In this episode of the Phantom Jukebox, we discuss what makes a song a classic and ponder what current songs will reach that status in the future. And we're actually live yet again. Hello, welcome to the Phantom Jukebox. I'm Ty Lindsay. And I'm Joseph Shannon. And we're two musicians that dive into the world of music, their myths, conspiracies, and bizarre music history. You can find, uh, obviously, this episode or episodes like it in our back catalog on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, uh, Samsung Free, I'm running out of names. But all like your major streaming platforms, they're there. There's like a new one every month almost. Yeah. Um, especially with Spotify and Apple are two of the biggest ones for us. If you could, please give us five stars and like a, a or any kind of rating, to be honest. I don't want to I don't want to tell you what to do, except if you could just give us a rating or any kind of comment on what you thought about the show, what, what episode you might want to see in the future or just um, a fun random thought. I don't know. What's your favorite song? And if you could come interact with us on the social medias, uh, Twitter, Phantom Jukebox underscore, Facebook at Phantom Jukebox, Instagram, Phantom Jukebox Podcast. We're also on TikTok at Phantom Jukebox Podcast. Little uh, little secret that I learned about uh, TikTok's algorithm mm-hmm. is uh, if you actually you hit the share button and you just hit copy link, you don't even actually have to send it to anybody because it doesn't know if you send it. If you like paste the link in a in a thing and send it to someone if you just hit copy link that helps us out okay all right yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh so you're saying that that's that effect that is the yeah that that, counts as like a share almost mm -hmm. yeah man that tiktok's so weird exactly just interaction helps the algorithm and the the social media lords that we all pray to every night (laughs) you know helps us out a little bit gives us high praise burning our subscriptions (laughs) to you lord so this is more of a conversational type episode. Mm. Been going pretty fact heavy in the past couple episodes. I thought we'd breathe a little bit. Okay. I Especially like after uh, we had a, our uh, B-Sides episode released last week. It's our, I think it's our second one we've had in the show so far. Yeah. And then before that, we had Tupac. And that was pretty heavy. We knew it was going to be heavy, but um, I thought for this one, we'd kind of breathe a little bit. Ah. And we talk about being musicians. But we don't really, we, we throw that in a little bit whenever we can, but we don't, we haven't really had the nerd music, musician talk yet. Ah, I the debates. The, the musician debate. And I think it is, I think it's time. Ah, I think it's yes. time. And one of these debates I wanted to start off with was before we even, like, what is a classic song? Mm. You know, the songs, like if you're in, I don't know, a grocery store or uh, for me, it's like my dad's car shop or yeah. something like that. You in the, On the radio, we usually it's called dad rock or something like that or 80s pop music. Mm-hmm. Generally around that section, you know, you could probably off the top of your head name like four or five songs that immediately come to mind. So, yeah. so in yeah. the, to you, what is a classic song? I think. Any genre, by the way. Yeah, I think, and this is for all genres. I think for in one of the steps in order for a song to be called a classic is at some point you had to have been annoyed by it. Oh, really? You know, like it's, it's just played so often and you're like, eh, yeah, that's, that's, it is a good song, but like, I'm, I need a break from it for a while, you know, like, uh, you know, enter Sandman by Metallica. <laughs> yeah. That, that was played a little too much. I mean, all I want for Christmas is you. Tell me that's not a classic Christmas song as much as you hate it. Is that a is that a classic song or is that a secret government like brainwashing device? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm all off yes the bat, yes. I'm gonna continue. <laughs> yes. Why are you disagreeing with the government? <laughs> like that Simpsons episode lifts up the lamp. No, I love the government. <laughs> Um, 
So in so to that, um, well, actually, I'll hold off on that because I don't okay. that 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 uh, I have a response to that, but like that fits your definition, but it, yes. it's it's a later question. So a classic song is, you know, when I defined it, I was like, what is a classic song? And Googled it. And we've got judged over a period of time to be the highest quality and outstanding of its kind. Mm. Or to be a classic, the quality of the material must have withstood, uh, withstood or is almost certain to withstand the test of time. Or if not considered quality, the sound must represent and have influenced a big movement in the music industry. Okay. Yeah. So it's to be a classic, you had to have shaped music in some way. Yeah. Like it has to, it had to hit. And then I guess, um, a more like reg, you know, a more like in English answer was some people started to copy you a little bit. Yeah. I would think. But I mean, that's also going into, I feel like the older you get, you morph from classic, uh, not really the song, but the artist morphs from like a classic artist to a legend. And that is like the, that really shaped like the whole genre, you know? But wouldn't, uh, so would a legend make classics? Is what you're saying? Like is the legend, the person and classic is the song. I think, uh, classics are the yeah the the songs but i think after a while if that band is still relevant and stood the test of time then it's like okay that that is a legend mm-hmm. i feel like uh metallica will definitely is if not already in is in that category yeah um another thing is it has to be um this might be more specifically for cars but I read also in a couple definitions um, that it had to be at least 20 years old. Okay. Yeah. So that might, that might be for cars only. I know that's kind of like when it verges into antique territory. Because then you can get, you can get vintage plates for cars and stuff like that. So I think it would still, I mean, it can't be 10 years and 30 years might be, I think 20 years is probably safe. I don't know though. I feel like 20 years is still in the, you can be nostalgic and not classic. I think that's 10 years. Yeah. I think so. Because, I mean, look at us with, uh, I mean, it's already probably like. Yeah, that's it, true. It is already like uh, 30 well, years. Yeah, the 90s was like 30 years. I ago. know. <laughs> it hurts to say. I was like, no, it was 20 years ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> it was 10 years ago, man. I mean, it's kind of like us with. Uh, it's only 2005, right? I know, like uh, Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, mm. uh, Britney Spears. We're nostalgic right now, but yeah. none of those are considered classics no. yet. But I guess that defeats the definition, doesn't it? Because that is 30 years. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean. It it, might be longer then, yeah. Yeah, I I feel like music, it definitely ages slower. Um, And so, I feel like a classic is in the 40 to 50 range. Mm, Yeah. And then, I mean. Maybe. Tell me Mozart isn't a legend. He finally got his classic status after like, what, 300 years? No, no, the legend status. Mm. He he himself is a legend <laughs> because of his music stood the test of time. But I mean, that Man. also happens when your music is uh, public domain. Yeah, that's when that's when you finally made it. Yeah, when, it goes public <laughs> when it's public domain, you are now a legend. Beethoven in his sad boy, like in his room with all his sad boy stuff all over the walls. Like, yes, I love that idea that Beethoven is just like the emo of that era. Oh, one I love hundred percent. <laughs> Why can't I get laid? Why can't I get laid? <laughs> I would have loved it if there were like uh um like actual today's style lyrics to some of that. <laughs> that it would be in the same exact style of tonight will be in the night. You know, it'd be in the exact same. Beethoven's got the hair over one of his ex- eyes. It just didn't exist yet. So he, he was like, no, this needs to be an instrumental because no one sings like the way i hear it in my head starts off like any angsty movie where like he's looking in the mirror putting on his eyeliner tonight will be the night over again okay all right so it's anywhere between 20 to 40 years i guess I yeah. guess, or does it depend on the song itself you think? i i it definitely you can't just be old 
right. you know, and be a classic. Oh, there's tons of old songs, but yeah. a lot of them aren't considered like classics. Like ACDC. Yeah. A lot of those are classics. Yeah. I would say. That's classic rock in, I feel like that's a whole genre, at least to me, is, you know, there's the classic rock, which is the ACDC. There's even Guns N' Roses. And Guns I feel N- like Guns N' Roses is definitely uh, verging into that territory mm-hmm. now. Like they have songs that are clearly going to become classics if they're not considered that already. Um, it's kind of I know it's it's subjective to me, but for me, yeah. it's like uh, in Florida, there's a station. Uh, there's like a, like one oh four seven. I don't know if it still plays it anymore, but. Uh, there was like a classic rock station. So to me, my definition of like classic rock is stuff. Yeah. That's like the dad rock station, basically. Yeah. And uh, you hear ACDC back in black right next to uh, Sweet Child of Mine, right next to um, what I think is like the dad of dad rocks, which is uh, Sultans of Swing by Dire Straits. But now, like, and that's just our generation. Like, yeah. nowadays, the dad rock is Nickelback. and you know, like uh, Three Doors Down. Actually, you kind of got into what was, that's actually one of my um, later questions. And we can kind of, I think we can go back and forth um, a little bit is, uh, what do you think, considering kind of where we're at in the conversation, we can go Mm -hmm. back again, like I said, but what do you think are the modern classic songs? Like you kind of, you kind of said it was dad rock, but is that the same thing? Like what, what music that we have right now is going to withstand the test of time, like Dire Straits, Sultans of Swing, which came out in like the the late 70s. Yeah, like 78, that song came out. But it's still playing now, years and years and years later. Ooh, that, is, like, that, that is hard. That song like inspired like uh, uh, so many specific type of guitarists. Like for me, I that song came out years before I was ever a concept, and I want a cherry red strat with a white pick guard, mm. and uh, to play. You know, he doesn't use a pick, and there's a specific sound to that. I'm learning that now. Yeah. Um, so that one definitely is a classic. That inspired. Oh yeah, so many people, if not directly musically, um, in other songs, musicians in their you know styles of music. Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah, like what? What they choose to play like now. Um. So do. You, do you think we have that right now? It's, it's, I've, I feel like nowadays there, the music is so diverse and you have so much more access to a lot more artists and songs. And I mean, you know, back in the day when you had records, you could only have so many records in your, in your, in your house, you know, right. before you start filling up space. If you have Spotify, you have literally access to all music that is on Spotify at your fingertips. Yeah, millions of songs. So I feel like because of the wide range of accessibility, we are now in a in a point where all all of the fans are just very cult like followings, like clicks. And I am I like this exact uh, you know, if I'm gonna go out and see music, especially, I like this style of metal and then you have fans that are like oh i only like country I, I like these artists and country music and they may never even meet people who are into uh, still country music but different artists right so you're saying like because there are so many contenders yeah um not to mention not even like contenders in like as in different just physical bands and musicians um that the fan bases would never agree on yeah. what is classic yeah. because there's so many subcategories. Exactly. That's a very, very fair point. I hadn't considered that. I, I don't even feel like there is a just whole genre anymore. There's not, I feel like it's just sub subgenres. So there's Nowadays. no like, I, there's, so there's, there's no like middle, like you either go super general, just say uh, country or you go, postmodern bluegrass yeah (laughs) i don't know if it's it's as prevalent in other genres maybe it is just metal and rock because i know i know metal is very uh it does this a lot with the subgenres. Oh, we, we played a show recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah where, where it was I mean, a quote unquote metal show, but the first band was verging on like a punk band. 
Yeah. And then there was us. It was, I don't know, we've been called alt rock. So it's like punk band, sort of kind of faith no more meets disturbed. And yeah. then uh, I post hardcore. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know. But they sound the, between the three. They sound nothing alike. Uh, well, after us, there was like three post core hard bands in a row. Yeah. So they definitely like fit together, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. But um, yeah, no, I was talking to a good friend of mine who was playing at that show with us. And he's like, you know, they didn't say it was a mixed genre show, but it was a mixed genre show. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, it is still, I guess, all under the category of metal, mm-hmm. but it's just so diverse now. Everyone's trying not to sound like the other guy. So you have just a lot of diversity and people so unique and so spread out that the fans are too. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is like, because there are more, there will be less exactly. in terms of classic songs. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very, I think it's a very, um, no, I think it's very well put. Cause like, yeah, one, you'd have to get people to agree. Yeah. And then two, the net. So it's almost like it became easier and harder at the same time. Yes. You can make music super easy now. Uh, well, yeah, super easy compared to when, you know, for example, dire straits made their thing. Um, but getting, you know, the net to get through or that kind of, uh, yeah, to get in the category of, is this a classic song is almost verging on impossible now. Yeah. Like there, I, I was, yeah, you're just going to have to come up with your own. It's just going to become very, uh, uh, subjective to each person that puts together a list that, uh, these are considered classic songs and then you're just going to have a bunch of youtube comments underneath yeah. it like, probably disagreeing with you i mean it's 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 kind of like you can't rely on the rock and roll hall of fame anymore oh my god uh, no <laughs> it's really sad that like that and like the oscars um i don't know about the emmys yet but mm-hmm. um a lot of these like really big institutions that it used to be something to strive for oh yeah Kind of turn into like, why do we care? Because you get into like the, some of the reasons, some of the things succeed and you're like, no. Or you get into like a category thing where the person's like, Dolly Parton, I'm not a rock performer. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I shouldn't be here, but thank you. And they're like, no, but you are because we want Dolly Parton on the bill. Exactly. I mean, people to buy tickets. And that's the thing is like, one, I don't think, I, I think that there should be a metal hall of fame. Um, oh, yeah. Metal gets snubbed all the time. But I don't want it if it's going to be just like the others, because you shouldn't have like a, oh, we need at least three people per year inducted. You know, there shouldn't be a requirement of that. It's like, no, you made legend status. You're getting in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But there's a uh, it doesn't make for good TV, does it? No. You no. know, with like the 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 um, it's not the Emmys, the Grammys. Uh, with some of those, like the metal actually does have like yeah. a best metal album, but it never gets aired on TV. Really? I think Avenged Sevenfold talked about that. It's like, why bother going? Uh, like they're not interested in that to wow. begin with. And then um, they were saying, you know, they need to show it on TV if they're going to have the category or else why bother? And they're just kind of doing it to like, they cut it to save time because it can only be so long. I blame Mudvayne. <laughs> <laughs> Because they had Mudvayne play Dig at, uh, at I think, a Grammy, like, at Ooh, the Grammys. That is a, it's almost like they did it on purpose just to weird people out so that they wouldn't have them exactly. back. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want them to play here anymore. <laughs> ding, ding, burr. I didn't, they didn't mention drugs or women once. Get them out of here. Or if they did, wow. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's bad if we do it, right? Yeah, no. Uh, eh, yeah, Mudvayne wouldn't be my first choice. I guess the safe answer would be Metallica because all the people that think they yeah. like heavy music, like it would, and they played nothing else matters. <sighs> yeah, I can get behind metal. Yeah, all of it's like this, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll listen to heavy metal, like Metallica, right? And it's like, oh, oh, sweet summer child. But if we want to go back to, um, you know, who do you think would actually be considered a classic that is releasing music today? Mm. I think Metallica I mean, Guns N' Roses are already like considered 
Yeah, they're already they're already like at that. They made it in before this like gateway opened up. I'd say artist only artist who started releasing music late twenties, late two thousands. Mm, that's tough. Because a lot of the bands I like, the, a lot of the metal bands I like. like mm-hmm. Well, I mean T Swift, <sighs> Taylor Swift. I think she's going to have some. I don't think there's going to be. I think a lot of it isn't going to make the list, but I think uh, I'm not a big enough fan, but I definitely think at least like three or four of hers are going to make like legend status. And we're talking, I'm not, that's not a comment on her entire body of work saying she's only got three good songs. Like I said, I'm not a big fan, but I can appreciate good Mm -hmm. writing and knowing how to play the game. Um, No, this is a comment on to become, we're talking classic legendary status like we're talking on the radio 30 years from now it's just in like you know hi welcome to bib you know bill and joe in the morning and then mm-hmm. you know taylor swift's hip and then like it's it's you know you're driving to work and that's one of the 10 songs they have every morning basically well i feel like if radio is still a thing 30 years from now <laughs> that's that's what i'm thinking I, th- I feel like also you know music used to have shifts almost like every decade you know in the 70s 80s 90s like you can tell like there was a whole like movement in almost well i know in metal and rock but Mm -hmm. you know there's the grunge and the you know there's movements that went along with uh each decade basically yeah you got you had house music for a little well you had 80s synth pop for a while and you had house music for a while and that kind of electro thing and then it kind of switched over to it got folksy for a little while, I think, in the 2000s. Yeah. Nobody could pronounce stars. Yeah. Oh Nobody could God. pronounce words anymore. I can't stand that. But that's a, that's a whole side deal. Um, yeah, I think uh, in metal, it's really noticeable. But it's definitely had shifts in uh, um, other genres of music for certain country music as well. Like it got uh, Americana became a thing. But that's just yeah. really actual country instead of the country pop BS. But like, I feel like every decade you could point out bands that were, you know, that hit their heights in that decade mm-hmm. that, okay, those are some classics from that decade. Like you definitely have, I think Nirvana, oh, well, definitely yeah. classics of the nineties. And this is trying to set aside personal thoughts on bands as well. Cause I'm yeah. not really a Nirvana fan by any means, but uh, yeah, Nirvana smells like teen spirit, 100% heading its way to classic if it's not there already. Yeah. But I then, think that one probably. I think that one would probably be considered classic by now. But then, of the next decade, I'm trying to think of anything that was released from 2000 to 2010. Well, then, don't we get into like the pop punk kind of era of things around then? Because like Blink 182 and all that kind of took yeah. off in the 2000s. Um, Alanis Morissette, I think, was no, she was 90s. Arva Levine was 2000s i'm pretty yeah. sure at, le- at least super late 90s going into the 2000s yeah if i'm not that, mistaken that emo-ish period the gorillas mm. i think feel good ink um yeah i think uh, i could see that i don't think i personally love a lot of the gorillas music up to plastic beach it gets a little shaky after that mm-hmm. um except for that thundercat song on cracker island holy hell yeah um yeah, as much as I love Thundercat, I don't think any of his songs. Uh, them changes, maybe. Maybe them changes. But yeah, with the Gorillas, like if we consider their entire catalog, um, uh, Feel Good Inc. is one that just kind of came out ahead of everything else. Like that's, yeah. For that to be the best song on Demon Days is a strong statement because Demon Days is just a phenomenal album. I feel like there might be a song or two by Muse. I think so. <laughs> that would have been classic of 2000, 2010. Their Twilight soundtrack is going <laughs> to gonna play on through all the, the stars. Well, that's something new that kind of happened during that period, too, was like ever since like 2000, mm-hmm. there's been a lot more people using actual songs from artists in their soundtracks instead of like actually hiring someone to do a soundtrack for that movie. Yeah, well, it also kind of like depends on um, the style of movie, I guess. The, the budget they would have too. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Twilight, 
how like considering Twilight, like the people who made Twilight know what Twilight was, right? Yeah. They know what kind of movie it was. So it's like, are we really going to bring in a 30 person orchestra to make music for this? (laughs) So (laughs) let's throw some muse on there. They can do all the work on their end. After that first movie and they got the cash from it, they're like, "Mm, we could probably make, (laughs) we could probably get it. After it becomes a brand. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But yeah, no, I mean, but to be honest, Twilight has an amazing sound. That is an amazing soundtrack. That is that list of songs. It gives me chills. <laughs> all of it or just the muse? Stuff? Oh, all of it. Because like there was a thing with me at the muse where they went on to like a every song's about rebellion. Oh yeah, this latest album. Whew. I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, I mean they have a great song off there called "Kill or Be Killed," but the rest of it is very uh, uh yeah. F the government. So I did a quick look at uh, 2000s music. So I'm just kind of scrolling okay, through yeah. what I think will become modern day uh, heading to classic. So this is this is kind of going from 2000 and onward. Um, the first one that shows up is Toxic by Britney Spears. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. That was in the 2000s? 2003. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, a lot later than I thought it was. Yeah. 100% that's yep. going to make it. Uh, Seven Nation Army was in 2003. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. The White Stripes. Yeah, that one was like, that one's already been in like stadiums and stuff and gets used in so many mm-hmm. ads. That one, I think, is definitely when in the, the definition you gave earlier where it's like you hate it yeah. at one point and then yeah. maybe 10 years from now it'll be, bah, 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 bah. Um, you know, just kind of be in your head and you'll listen to it and then you'll be like, I kind of hate myself. But I mean, nowadays it's like there's so many covers of songs that I like way better than the originals. Yeah. And that's one of them. But uh, I feel like, honestly, as much as I, I really don't like this song and I love the rest of their discography, um, Arctic Monkeys, do I want to know? Uh, that was on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's fair. And that's a, that's a very big of you to put to, put to the side because for a while I thought it was kind of a cool song because that kind of brought in like a Seven Nation Army and White Stripes kind of redefined, I think, alt rock. Yeah. As in, you know, we are kind of going to make this sound not good on purpose, like audio quality wise. Well, I mean, when you have only two people in your band, you kind of have to do that. <laughs> you think the third person in the band's a gimmick? <laughs> well, as far as I've seen, it's only been uh, him and his sister, like even live. Well, they're not really related. Oh. And they were, they were married. Then they got oh. divorced. Then they said they were brother and sister. And then, yeah, that, that, that Seven, the White Stripes has a bizarre history. Yeah. Weird. Very, very weird. Um, one that kind of makes me have a slight uh, brain aneurysm from like how many times I've heard this song, uh, Hey Ya by Outkast. Oh, yeah. I think that that would probably become like not top five, but I think it's definitely in the top 20. <laughs> That's another one for me classics. that like if you just Google or YouTube uh, Hey Ya cover. Like all of them, I just have like a, a that song plays because I had to work in a place where I heard it like three times an hour, no, two times an hour for eight hours. Uh, I just, I just, it comes on, just like one, just one soul, like solemn tear comes out. I'm like, why am I crying right now? I don't know. <laughs> um, crazy Gnarls Barkley. Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely I gonna remember be. When, I remember how I remember when I that guy when. is uh-huh. apparently a nightmare person. Yeah. Um, Danger Mouse, the the guy who produced that, produced Demon Days and mm. like basically a lot of hit albums in a row. The 2000s wow. were basically his in terms of being nice, the best pop music producer of all time. Uh, and I was like, why isn't it? Because it's St. Elsewhere is a good album from Niles Barkley. And I was like, why haven't they released anything? And then you read up on uh, CeeLo Green and you're like, yeah, that's probably why they haven't released yeah. anything. Yeah. <laughs> Um, kind of a funny one that's on here is uh, "Hurt" by Johnny Cash. It was released in two thousand and two. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, Johnny Cash was a legend way before this point. Oh yeah, and this is like his last release, pretty much before he died. And is that one of the only ones that is a cover that is makes it? Yeah, I think uh, the not the not Trent Reznor, but I think he he agreed 
Trent Reznor wrote it with somebody else, and it's the somebody else that was interviewed that was like, yeah, it's not our song anymore. It's Johnny Cash. Mm. Like, Johnny Cash is yeah. that song. And I like both versions. I think Johnny Cash's is stronger because he had a lot that happened. Uh, June yeah. had died not long before that mm. point, so he's singing it from that standpoint. And that video, you just see your granddad. Yeah. And you're just like, oh! It's hard not oh to watch God. that video and tear up. That's a that's a heavy one. If, if I don't know if, if you're in a particular mood to watch people react to that, like YouTube reactions oh. were huge a while ago, but I think they're dying down now. Um, watch there's a guy I watched who watched that video, kind of weird yeah. to say, and he couldn't even finish the video. Like his own, he like the, the song ends, and he's like, "I'm gonna have to come back in another one" because he's like tearing up and he yeah. shut, the, shut the thing off. I mean, I the first time I saw that music video was in the Johnny Cash Museum. <sighs> Yeah. I don't want to cry in the middle of the Johnny Cash museum. Look away, lady. I was about to get ugly. All right, so we'll move on to uh, the 2010s here in a second, but I, I got a few more I wanted to run by you. Um, yeah. By Usher. Oh, God. Yeah, that one, that one 100%. Yeah. Um, uh, in the end, Lincoln Park, that one's going to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, damn. I don't even want to get into Beyonce's catalog. There's plenty there. Yeah. Um, and then uh, one I wanted to mention, because I think that actually is going to make a topic one day for us and then more in detail. Uh, Viva La Vida by Coldplay. Um, yeah. You're going to rule the world um, <laughs> from the lawsuit that we got from this song. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the chord progression is uh, they got accused of stealing it from Joe Satriani and it was a song called like Learning to Fly or something like that. Not, no, no, that's a, uh, that's uh Foo Fighters, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, but it's something to fly or something fly and it's an instrumental. And you listen to them back to back and you're like, yeah, that's, that is Joe Satriani's yeah. progression. It's the melody, the guitar melody he's playing. Okay. Yeah. I don't, man, it's. Hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's that like specific, then yes. But I mean, I feel like if you're, especially if it's just strumming chords, I don't feel like you should be able to copyright it a chord progression if you're just strumming through them it's a very it's a very very tough argument and uh mm-hmm. another i mean it's um what's his name who just got um uh, out of one now um the ginger guy ed sheeran ed sheeran thank you huh um ed sheeran was dealing with a whole bunch of copyright thing with uh people keep stealing from marvin gay <laughs> um blurred lines was a bad one. Oh yeah um with uh, I don't even remember the guy's name. Um, he's not very talented in my mind. But um, Ed Sheeran just like the the Marvin Gaye estates just was a hair trigger ready to go after people if they think you're close. And I don't think you like, you can't own a chord progression. Yeah, it has you, to be you, the chord progression and the like the strum pattern. And we'll get it like that is an episode that deserves its own research, but I will say it's a number of things. There's a number of factors that come into play when it Mm. comes to copyright. The most famous one I think is uh, under, under uh, the vanilla ice song. Ice ice baby. The probably the most infamous of that. Um, It was enough like with, uh, with the Viva La Vida song and Joe Satriani. It's the melody. It's the chord progression. It's the key. Mm. it's it's there's a lot of things that just kind of line up and i think he was able to very well take them to court for it wow it, it, you hear them back to back and you're like you could just layer one song on top of the other almost Ooh. yeah yeah at least change the key yeah that's yeah. usually what people do is yeah. they'll shift the key like up or down oh that's a ziggy um mm. telling us to move on <laughs> <laughs> so now we're in the 2010s just kind of bouncing around royals by lord i don't know ah uh. I don't know. Good song. She's good live. It still gets played today. It does get played today, but especially when you're, you know, shopping around at Marshalls. <laughs> like, think of a That's better what, scenario. Honestly, honestly, like, yeah, it's a knock, but it's like it's in a Marshalls. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm not dissing the song. I'm just being truthful. If you, I if you ask Marshalls, if you ask a number of musicians, like uh, Zach Wild from you know Black Label Society and Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> they asked him like which song do you wish you would have written and he's like oh happy birthday mm. because th- that song is like the most like rented out song ever yeah 
Uh, oh, can, can, uh, to kind of go back to your definition, I think this is more in the 2000s, um, that fit your um, play to the point where you can't stand it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two songs, actually. Pumped Up Kicks, I think, was in the 2000s. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Somebody That I Used to Know. I think somebody yeah. that I used to know is definitely going to make a, be a classic at some point. I like Goid or Gautier. Gautier. Yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah. That man, especially a weird music video, but I really like it. I really like that song. We honestly. Otherworld covered it. Oh, yeah. It's before your time. I didn't want to mention that. But, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'll I, mention I heard it. it. I heard it. Yeah. 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 We don't, we don't talk about that one much. <laughs> I'd like to give it another shot. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't think Royals is quite going to make it. But I also, no. to be fair, and like we're talking about metal too, um, I don't think any Mastodon songs are going to be considered classics. No, I don't think any Trivium songs are going to be considered classics. I could see maybe Trivium, especially their newer stuff. Well, because they're trying now. Yeah, they're trying to make like a. And I know that sounds like well, yeah, duh, aren't you always? But uh, Trivium used to not really care about radio so much, and they used to just write in incredible albums yeah i mean incredible to the point where they can't play them live like <laughs> oof, oof. Eh, it happened um but yeah no it's uh no like when you when you try to write like radio songs i think the bands suffer really really bad avenge sevenfold for a couple of years now uh mastodon sort of kind of did that with the hunter if i'm not mistaken Mm. They tried to streamline it a little too much, and then the Hunter wasn't that good. But the album that came after that, Once More Around the Sun, was amazing. It's hard to think when you get into heavier metal that, I mean, mean, it's classics to us. Right. Again, going back to super niche groups. Yeah. But, like, you never get radio playtime on on any of these heavier songs anyway. So, like, there's there's just no chance on them being a classic to other people. Yeah. The highest you could aim for is like cult classic basically. Yeah. Um, like Silosis. Ah, yeah. Silosis has got a real uphill battle. Great, yeah, I mean, great band, but they're like niche of niche right now. Yeah. But like to metal heads, I feel like they could be that at least cult classic. A breath for of us. kind of a breath of fresh air too. Cause it's, mm-hmm. it's not really reinventing thrash, but it's, uh, it's just just trying to be what it is instead of, I don't know, um, I hate to keep bringing Trivium into this, but I mean, really, like the In Waves album, mm. there's like maybe one or two good songs on that album, but that that's the album that came after Shogun, and yeah. we're all like pumped for Shogun. We're like, oh man, this sounds like it was on God of War. Yeah. Because they had a B-side that was. And then they released like the In Waves album. And you're like, what is this? Because they were trying to be a different genre of metal. And they're like, but you guys are like the good, you're like the good musicians. Why are you doing the breakdown thing all the time? Pantera mastered that. And that's their thing. Yeah. That's another one. Pantera, and they're more of a 90s band. I don't think they'll make, they, never, they don't really make radio ever. They have oh, songs walk. like, would it be Walk or Cowboy? It would be Walk. You're right. You're, I was going to say Cowboys from Hell, but. I, I think Walk is definitely already a classic status. Yeah. You know, I feel like you can, certain exceptions, make it before you even reach that time. It doesn't have to be that old. Yeah, I think uh, Teen Spirit already was because, I mean, mm-hmm. we talked about, um, we talked about it a little bit with the 27 Club, the nirvana basically killed 80s hair metal huh pretty much uh because that that would basically everybody associates grunge with nirvana yeah which is probably accurate even though well alice in change isn't really grunge but they get thrown into that a lot but yeah we had bands like alice in chains uh nirvana pearl jam soundgarden i like pearl jam <laughs> a friend of mine was making fun of uh uh he was making fun of another band, but I'm going to borrow his term, Taylor, if you're listening. This is a great, <laughs> great term. And he was saying like a lot of singers from like the 90s had what he called gravy mouth. <laughs> well, I know uh, uh, Mojo's top 10, you know, if you, if you follow that on, on YouTube, uh, definitely every time they do a, 
top 10 uh, most misunderstood lyrics. It's Pearl Jam. It's uh, Pearl Jam's uh, Yellow Leadbetter <laughs> is number one every time. <laughs> is that the a big old wave? <laughs> it's like he's doing like the underwater thing. <laughs> it's like he he just uh, he went from he went to the recording studio right after getting his tonsils removed, <laughs> and his mouth is just still numb, it's, and it's got like a swollen tongue. Uh, I've never been able to unhear it. gravy mouth. I love. He was talking about Lane Stanley, but I think, <laughs> but I think it applies to a lot of Eddie better too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we can't forget Creed. I don't think they. Oh were, yeah. I don't know if they were in the when was Creed out. I think they were in the two thousands. I feel like Creed's got some legend. Well, not legend. I feel like Creed's definitely got some classics, but I don't think they're legendary. Oh yeah, they had. Uh, they they've got some. They're out in the two like the late late nineties two thousands. I mean. Nickelback. Old Pearl. Oh yeah, that's a classic. Yeah, Nickelback. Nickelback. Yeah, definitely has. Some you mentioned classics. them. Um, yeah, but which ones would it would it be? It would be Photograph. Oh, definitely. Because it's kind of like the legends after a certain point. Um, once you get Spotify uh, coming out, like you said, I think they have to do something different. So it kind of fits that definition of made an impact mm-hmm. less in music. And more in society. Nowadays, it's in memes. It's exactly where I'm heading. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, it's not so much that it changed music. It's that uh, everyone's like, look at this graph. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's it's enjoyable for a different reason. And uh, to Nickelback's credit, I mean, I think they took it on the chin. And they're like kind of running with the meme. Yeah. Because um, what the, the worst thing you could do. Is be like that's not what it is that song's about, and then sorry, Metallica entered the room for a second. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is the song's about, and uh, and then everyone's like, Oh, really? and then they'll tell you that's not how that works. Mm. Uh, the internet will have the final say, and I'm not saying I'd, I'd be you know smiling that my stuff became a meme, but it will live on for it gives it much greater uh legs to continue on. Uh, so yeah, for in, in maybe a third, a secondary category of legendary. And that would be Nickelback Creed arms wide open. If not for, uh, the way he sings, the memes, the, the gifts. My favorite are, uh, every two thousands music video. And it's like lightning in like a messy sky. And they mm. on like a cliff. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, yeah, uh, what do you think about uh, Bad Guy from Billie Eilish, 2019? Hmm. That, it's so new, it's hard to tell. I think... And uh, me and you just aren't... Like, we can we can try and, and talk about the, the pop side of things as much as we want, but we're not really pop guys. No, no, no but not uh, modern pop by any means. No. I think for me it ends kind of at the 90s. Mm. Definitely, an, I'm more of an 80s guy. Um, I think it will eventually because of the meme thing we just talked about, because it's in a Mm. lot of memes, um, in a world of a lot of similar sounding likes, uh, what's her name? Selena Gomez, um, Demi Lovato, Demi, not Demi Lovato. Like she had, she actually had some interesting stuff. Um, Ariana Grande, um, and then a couple other ones, all their stuff kind of like kind of blends after a certain point. Yeah. Billie Eilish coming out with the way she did with like the Mountain Dew green hair yeah. highlights and stuff, yeah. like really intentionally getting out there and being specifically different. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of like losing that, which is kind of sad. Like she's kind of going more mainstream with things because her whole point was this is how I dress. And now she's kind of like leaning off that a little bit. Yeah. So I think her more modern stuff might blend at some point, but at least this era of it, I think is going to stick out pretty hard, mainly because it's so against the grain of things i think it's because they kept it in house it's her and her brother yeah that put it together and that team i think was really really strong um there's a song that i think kind of fits this category that i don't i think will be in a meme like it's it's on the meme side of things but on the weak side i think is uh call me maybe carly ray jimson hmm that song yeah destroyed for a while but i don't think It'll be uh, 
I don't think it'll be a classic. I think it'll be wow. one of the ones everyone's like, oh, yeah. I think it'll be like, uh, for me, it will be like uh, girls just want to have fun. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. I remember that song. Oh, yeah. That one's on right now. Uh, change the channel. Change the channel. <laughs> oh, yeah. This this reminds me. I need to do something else. But what about uh, Jonas Brothers? Uh, I know like some of them, not really to they may have had one or two that might be considered classics to some people, especially in the pop community when they were together originally. But I mean, even just separately like that, uh, cake by the ocean song. Is that Jonas brothers or is that a Jonas? No, that was a, that was Joe Jonas. I believe. I, I don't know. Like, cause that kind of just blend to me. I think that kind of blends. Cause yeah. Yeah. It was big when it came out, but we're talking, legendary status and yeah, Billie Eilish's bad guy like blew through a lot of that. Like that's true. Even to us who are not pop guys know about that song. Yeah. Cake by the ocean. is just like, Oh, this is in, I don't know, TJ Maxx right now. Dude. I feel like Billie Eilish though has her songs are like the best to make metal and they sound amazing. Like mm-hmm. her songs, once you metalify them just sound great. Like there's a there's a good amount of Billy Eilish songs I have saved on my phone that are just the metal covers. All right, <laughs> um, you can't do that with everybody. No, no. Billy Eilish just keeps putting them out to where you can metalify it and they sound right as rain. One I super agree with is uh, "Get Lucky" Daft Punk from 2013. Oh yeah, random access memories. Well, that's basically just a 70s song. <laughs> To be honest, it's just a 70s song played on nicer equipment. At what point are we going to get to? You know, I mean, it's already happened with the uh, fashion world as far as like bringing back old clothes. And now it's the hit new thing. Is that going to happen with music? Where we just, we do a resurgence and we start writing 80s style, 70s, 60s. Oh yeah, people already do it. And there was already like a. But that be the new like hip thing to do. Yeah, in, in the genre. 100%. I mean, for a while, like, uh, it happens faster and faster. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the loops come back around. I think it was a, um, oh, man, what's his name? The, I'll catch a grenade for you. What's that guy's name? He released a song that was very, very 80s. And like, for a second, I was like, is this the Commodores or is this? Oh, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. And he's yeah. talented. He's, I'm not saying he's not mm-hmm. talented, but when the song came out, I was like, this sounds like something Lionel Richie would have done. And that's like late 70s, 80s, or kind of mm-hmm. the Commodores, which is earlier than that. And then, um, no, yeah, definitely people were doing, they got really 80s there for a minute. At least 80s and like synth sounds inspired. Yeah. And then I think we'll, we're going to make our way to the 90s again because everything just happens in cycles. Like, I feel like the 2000s though, are now one of those trends. I feel like, though, with music, the different genres, they're happening at different speeds. And they're definitely like, it's just always circling. You have people that are, you know, a uh, pop punk band and they only write music that's like very 90s heavy, you know? Well, like, you mean like they don't evolve much? Yeah. And it's it's not that the whole genre itself is reverting back to that. It's just that there's so many bands and most of them are stuck in whatever where they like. Yeah, I mean, some of that is it kind of depends on what you want out of the band and where they kind of started. Like uh, sometimes you want a band to be like home base and comfortable like mm-hmm. ACDC, for example. Yeah. There's a point where they just start, they just kind of copied what their own style was. Like they had Razor's Edge back in, back in Black Razor's Edge. Um, I can't remember some of the really, the Bon Scott days. I forget those albums, mm-hmm. but um, they've always sounded very much like ACDC. You know what you're going to get, but you're fine with that because they never intended to be, they weren't like the explorers. Or which, never claimed to be explorers. Which I'm, in the genre. I'm technically really good with. Like, I'm, you know, you find what, what your fans really love about this band and you just keep doing that you know you don't disappoint them and i mean if you want to like oh they got a little heavier here and it's like okay you know i mean it kind of depends on what you want out of the band i mean that's why i said acdc but the opposite of that would be i think metallica um they were kind of the at least the famous ones in the super heavy metal genre Mm -hmm. at the time and they're about regular now but 
Um, they're like, you know, they're, they're I, well, like them or not, they, they paved the way for a lot of other music, to, a lot of other that heavier music to make any kind of headroom yeah. or any kind of airtime in the mainstream media. But um, you kind of expect bands like Metallica to keep writing good stuff if they're going to keep writing. And Death Magnetic was, I mean, they had a couple flops in like the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, load and then they had Reload and then they had St. Anger, I think in that order. I, mean, I think it's in that order. And then they had Death Magnetic, which was okay. It was okay. And then they released this one just recently. I'm not going to let them forget they released an album called Lulu where they did music with Lou Reed and it was atrocious. Mm. And then they just released this new one and I've heard a couple songs on it. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it sounds like Metallica being Metallica. And um, Silosis even released a song where it's like, this is what I expect Silosis to do. And I kind of expected yeah. different. Huh. I was hoping for more. And it's not like they're terrible songs on either band, but it's not like, a, it's not like listening to Ice Sever. Or for Metallica, um, uh, from the true. Bell Tolls, yeah. yeah, sad but true, or of Wolf and Man, which are the better songs in the Black Album, but yeah, um, yeah, like you, you you're kind of hoping for more instead of just kind of like, okay, my brother put it in a really interesting way, He's like paint by numbers, mm-hmm. uh, Metallica or Silosis. It's like, okay, then this, then that, and then he goes, Bleh! and then like the breakdown yeah. happens, yeah, um. Would you say the same thing happened to the latest Gojira release a little while back? Um, or you just don't like it and you just don't think it sounds like them at all? I, it's not that it doesn't sound like them. It's just they have, they have softer songs that I like. Um, it's just that one. It's like I, I really do think it's not how it was written. It's how it was mixed for me. Really? Yeah. Like their guitars sound off. Huh. I don't, I don't really get I don't like the tone as much as their other songs. I know we brought that one up a few times. Yeah. Throughout. But um, no, I feel like it's really hard because I feel like uh, we can almost, if you're not a fan of this, of a genre, you're almost a better uh, judge on what songs of that genre would be a classic. Well, yeah, because you, you're really... Um not you don't have your ear to yeah. the ground at it at all and so i'm saying about like uh bad guys which i think is a, a bad guy which i think is a pretty decent song when i'm in the mood for it we know of and we know of it and so i think that's a i guess you can be more impartial mm-hmm. but when it comes to like when it comes to metal for us it, it like i said it is it is tough to say no trivium no gojira no mastodon no silosis no uh megadeth really um None of those bands will have a classic song to everybody else, but to us, there are whole albums that are precious. And that's what I'm wondering is if we, if we, we should have gotten a, like a pop fanatic, you know, modern day pop fanatic in here, but, uh, what would they think of, could they name any current metal? Well, if you have uh, if you have your phone handy, yeah, uh, leave us a comment or uh, hit us up on Twitter. Like uh, if you're more of like a pop fan, yeah, than we are. Uh, what do you think would be a? Do you think we we're close at all? You know, Disturbed. With this? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Uh, this down with a sickness. I think for it's like that's kind 100%. of a half and half for the meme, and then for like the wow. I think even their cover of Sound of Silence. Oh, that's that's a solid. I didn't even think about that. That's really solid. Yeah, we already got a cover on here from Johnny Cash Hurt. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, 2020s music, and the only one I think for sure, um, I think Blinding Lights from the Weekend could be one, and then uh, one that I think will be famous, but I don't think will be a classic is uh, WAP. I mean. Oh. Lucky for us, that came out in our generation. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I feel like it is too soon to tell for the 2010s to 20s. I would say, I don't know about the 2010s, because I think that I mean, they've had a decade to kind of marinate a little bit. Yeah. And I'm already seeing like Gungam style might be more of a, hey, that was really annoying, but I remember it. Um, um, yeah, there, there's some on here that I think. Um, 
are are shaping up to be hotline bling maybe mm. maybe that one had a lot of meme yeah meme uh i want to say steroids um fancy by iggy azalea no uh that song was just annoying hello by adele got me it's oh got yeah wrecking ball billy's uh billy yeah Jay, billy ray uh miley cyrus those those are definitely like it's an interesting thing you bring up like the the they're getting this boost from memes rather than maybe of quality of music. But to be fair to these musicians, um, the game has certainly changed with Spotify. So you can't, it's so different now. It is very different. So I I think in the end, um, the definition of what makes a classic has to change with the, 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 um, what should I say? The way people get the music, like the, Mm -hmm the venues because radio is no longer the big dog in town i mean i still want to sell other world cassette tapes but yeah yeah well i want to make some final i think it'd be oh, cool yeah. but that's more of like uh us being hardcore fans of music and the other people are like oh i just want this because it's a turquoise cassette tape you know yeah. what i mean i want that i think that's cool but we're probably not going to make big batches <laughs> no no it's probably not going to be our best seller yeah no but i mean i have a cassette player and i'll totally play it hell yeah <laughs> Hell so, yeah. Um I had to I think that about wraps up that for me. Do you have any like closing thoughts or uh I am definitely curious. Uh let us know on Twitter, uh Facebook, Instagram. Uh let us know what uh from a pop lover's perspective or rap or you know what you think uh can you name any like new metal songs, like new metal bands like at least from the 2010. Yeah, I would say from like the 2010s on, because like the 2020s, I think that answer is pretty much solidified by now. Yeah. Uh, to 2010s, I think, yeah, it's been out for a decade. So like we should have. I feel like the popularity of the metal genre in general has just gone down. Like from the public eye. Um, I don't know. I, really I feel like, know. you know, in the days of Black Sabbath and uh, Dio and Metallica, Oh yeah, it was really up there when they were filling out stadiums. But then nowadays, I just feel like uh, from the public eye, it's more very pop and rap based. True. I mean, it's just for metal, it's getting harder and harder to find a new cool thing. I mean, yeah. of, of those bands you mentioned, um, Dio was practically a stage play. Uh, Black Sabbath was uh, was intentionally looking like they were into witchcraft. What did they say? Why not have a horror movie on stage? Yeah, and then flinging but, meat at people. Uh, that, was that was more Aussie. Yeah. That was more Aussie. And then um, Metallica being like the heaviest thing in the public eye for a hot minute. Mm. So it's just it, there's as more bands come out, it gets harder and harder to be unique. I think to stick out that hard. Yeah, but that's more of like a band's presence rather than I guess their music. I don't know if you can qualify as those as the same. Yeah. Uh, Presence is a hard one, especially on social media nowadays. I, I hate to think that you need a gimmick, but you need one to some degree, as Necrogoblicon yeah. would say. Yeah, exactly. We need a gimmick. We need a gimmick. Great underrated band. Yeah. Necrogoblicon, we need a gimmick. You should check it out if you're a metal fan. I feel like that's mainly all of metal is just fantastically underrated. <laughs> <laughs> underrated bands. Like a band called Otherworld, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, quick announcement. Um, so with life things going on, um, I think for a little while at least, we're going to go to monthly releases of the show. Mm. So, um, there's a lot kind of going on behind the scenes. Um, and it's kind of like it's so that we have time to do things for the show that we've been meaning to get to forever now. Yeah. Like we still like the, the website's almost done. Um, but we don't have like, I mean, it's literally, uh, Dakota, I and Joe that are working on this. So the three of us have to find time in our lives when we're not doing research and recording mm. to put these things together. So, um, so that the quality of the show doesn't suffer and we can still get these things done at the same time. We're going to, we're going to do one a month releases. Okay. Um, yeah. if the episodes go long as in, it's it's a jam-packed episode we might do a two-parter but um yeah we're it's gonna 
mainly be monthly releases for now. Okay. So we're going to adjust the schedule a little bit to see um, which ones kind of fit the timeline. You know, the timeline is going to be a little bit different, but yeah, kind of bummed about it, but I also don't, it was kind of that or go on hiatus. I don't want to. Yeah. Um, I really, I really, really enjoy doing this, but I also want it to be as good as um, we want it to be for you guys out there. So, cause we, I mean, we appreciate you listening. And you're still on a, a new job that has a very different schedule than what you're used to. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, there's a lot to, a lot of behind the scenes life happening, but we want to continue it's to good stuff. Yeah. It's good stuff, but it is a, it is an adjustment. Yeah. So a, we'd rather continue to, uh, release things and not just leave you guys on, a on red. <laughs> as it will as it were yeah but uh, to maintain the same schedule like it yeah now we would uh the, the quality would kind of drop a little bit it is temporary no no yeah, it is certainly not going to be forever but it is going to be for a little while yeah so so in the meantime we've already got a majority of the next episode planned out and i'm pretty excited about it okay. um that should be dropping that will be dropping next month but um yeah that one's already pretty much ready to go Awesome. Awesome. So, anyway, yep, that is it for me. Uh, I want to thank everybody out there for listening again. Sorry for the, the change in frequency, but it is it is honestly for the best right now. Yeah. Um. So thank you guys out there again. Uh, please hit us up on the social medias and then uh, Spotify and Apple. Uh, I want to thank Kenny Grooms for his audio wizardry uh, in yes. mixing the intro. I want to thank Dakota Galvin for being our social media sorceress and mm-hmm. helping out with research on this. And thank you, Joe. Thank you, Ty. For your opinions on this. This was, I figured like a, me and Dakota were kind of brainstorming what episode we'd do today. And I was like, I think you'll, I think you'll have something to say on this. I definitely had some things to say. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All righty. So uh, that's it for me. Thank you everybody again for listening. Until next time.